They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all. Back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. We're back again. The Ack and Low Connection. Baylo, Aaron Lloyd, myself, Fly, Eric Trimbicki. Aaron, how are you, my friend? Tired. Um, the the ATM moniker that you gave me is really uh, coming to fruition because <laughs> uh, the last three weeks been a blur. But like I told you, I live around the corner from where I record, so it's a lot more easier. And I, I, don't, have to, I don't have to take a ride anymore to get to get here. So I'm beat and I'm exhausted, but um, we're finally here. We're, you're now re- relocated, low. Yes, I am relocated. Mm-mm-mm. This is always a fun process, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> well, yep, and uh, you know, since the last time, it's been a few weeks since we've been back here on the show. Um, last time we ended the show, we were uh, discussing some chatter on the, the early on with the Owen Hart Foundation uh, tournament, um, and then you know, a lot of a lot of busy life stuff has came for both Aaron and myself. So we do apologize for not being back sooner. However, we are here again. Uh, tournament's over. I, I did promise on the last episode that we were going to be talking about the tournament um, at the open of the next show. We're here. We're delivering. The women's fin- uh, women's tournament ended at double or nothing, just as well as the men's. The power couple, Britt Baker, DMD. Adam Cole, the leader of the Undisputed Elite. Uh, both of them had their nice, beautiful moment with Martha Hart at Double or Nothing. Got, um, they got their names engraved on the trophy, and they both get this Owen Hart Memorial Championship belt, which is in um, memory of this uh, Canadian Stampede Wrestling world title, I believe. I believe it was the world title, whichever one Owen held. Um you know, going off of that design. Aaron, I don't know how much of the tournament you got to see or if you at least got to watch those uh, finals matches for Double or Nothing. What was your thoughts? I did watch the finals matches from Double or Nothing. Cole and Joe, I thought it was really good. Britton Ruby was, it was okay. Um, but the tournament was definitely, like we, you talked about this, how tournaments mean something. And this actually being the first, is actually kind of, I think will actually be remembered because there was a lot of, ridiculousness in some of these matches. Like, I, I caught the Jeff and Darby match, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy hell, like, they really went above and beyond in that match to yeah. advance to the tournament. I heard uh, Chris Statlander, and I think, uh, and Ruby had a good match a couple weeks ago, and Britt and, Brit and Tony Storm as well. So, it's definitely going to be remembered for, for being the first, and I'm, I'm assuming this is going to be a thing, a yearly thing now. So, the one thing AEW is going to do right is actually make these tournaments mean it means something. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, I'm not sure. No, I did see Britt come out with the belt on Dynamite. So and Adam came out uh, earlier. He did commentary for the ten man tag, and he came out with the belt for that. Uh, that. Okay, so I'm curious to see how long they'll keep up with that, but definitely make it mean something. Like let them show it off and. Be, remi- be reminded that they actually did win the tournament and next year when it comes up build it up the proper way but I don't have I don't have any doubt that they'll do a good job actually building up this tournament because that's what this, that's one thing AEW does do better than WWE they're going to make these certain things feel important especially with the memory of Owen, well, memory of Owen Hart in, in being the first year so hope it continues a lot of a lot of it a lot of it was wild and I can say like every match really did mean something yeah, and, and you know, piggyback up on that um, last statement. Every match meant something, and you could argue that some of the greatest matches from this tournament were matches to qualify to be in the tournament, which I think is so fun. I hope they do that next year, and there's always qualifying matches to get in there because, you know, obviously they had the the one joker per tournament, that one little surprise. But aside from that, you know, six. No, six. I'm sorry. Uh, eight men. You know, eight men. So what, what, what am I thinking? You know, 16 people tried to qualify to make it to this tournament. Well, I guess technically 17 since it's a joke, and then I have to compete against somebody. Either way, uh, um, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, it was def- it's definitely going to be memorable. Um, I was wondering the same thing if we were going to see the belts again, and then you know Adam Cole coming out with it to do commentary for the Big Ten Man Tag. 
Um, Jamie Hader actually ran in um, to get the win. She uh, clocked, uh, used the bell, and then that ended up. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, that was after um, Ruby Soho did pin Britt Baker in the tag match tonight. But afterwards, Jamie Hader knocked both of them out with the title, and her and Britt, you know, just kind of had their celebratory moment. But again, gives that belt to shine. So um, hats off, claps all around for the Owen Hart uh, tournament. And um, I love it. AEW's got, you know, kind of their little altered Owen Hart theme song now on Apple Music. <laughs> I'm not saying I've been bumping it tw- twice a day already, but you I have. You have. Does team like it? I don't think I've had a force. Uh, she she definitely heard it on the way back from the beach. <laughs> okay. Um, she, she's been, that and the FTR song has been playing a little regularly okay. in the car. So, yeah, I mean, she, she'll take it over listening to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't big around here and people just sit around oh, and talk. oh I'm sure <laughs> speaking of the Owen the Owen was two of several matches um, to um, for double or nothing I uh, would like to do a full review on the show however we didn't really preview it so I'm going to go off some highlights on it and you know more or less I'm going to uh, swing it on over to Fink real quick give us our rating system come on in Howard System in place. If it's a horrible show, it gets a jobber. If the show falls somewhere in the middle, it gets a slumber knocker. And if it is an amazing show, it gets the rating of ratings. It will get a show stopper. giving us the guest appearance. Aaron. I gotta, I gotta run with it and give my opinion first. The show was a showstopper. All right, I'm surprised. AEW gives was it sarcasm? Yes. Okay. Yeah, AEW. Again, I get it. This was a long show, uh, well over four hours. However, well, (laughs) give me go to stop it. You gotta give it longer than that. Longer. Well, I think it was four hours, 40 minutes. It was, was it like six hours? No, I don't think so. Maybe, well, maybe with the pre-show. Maybe with the pre-show, okay, because I remember um, when I was moving, and it's like 12, 30, I'm like, this shit ain't over yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, my, my you, You're right, you're right, very... you're right, Fort Hampton. Sorry, but pre-show was at six, so that's my fault. But it's like, this shit is still on? My, my, um... My viewing was very weird. So I was at the beach for the holiday weekend, and I was pretty boozy by the time I was trying to order it. And for some reason, due to the TV I was using, someone else's Amazon account was hooked up to it, so it wasn't really letting me like verify on my phone. <clears throat> so I'm trying for about 20 minutes during the buy-in. So I, I don't get to order it. I, I, I think I got to watch the buy-in uh, match. I got to saw, see the the niece and Sterling versus Hookhausen. Um, but I'm trying to order it. It's not uh, working. I get about 40 minutes into the show. I eventually just buy it on uh, my laptop. So I'm starting a little behind trying to catch up on it and I'm watching it on my laptop. So eventually I, I get a, a few matches in, but again, I'm, you know, been out in the sun all day. I'm pretty tuned up. So I bring the laptop up to my room uh, Valentina and I both pass out, and all right, cool. I, I gotta watch this show. I throw my phone on a charger. I, I go back downstairs. I start watching, and again, I get all the way to like maybe the next last three matches. I fall asleep. I wake back up. I rewind it. I watch two more matches. I fall asleep. All I know is you want to say this shit's still going on. <laughs> I put it back on. The sun's coming up. <laughs> I fell asleep three different times, and I did not get to completely watch the main event, but I got to hear. Literally, I, I don't have my eyes open, but I just did not want to ha- go to the group chat and hear any spoilers. I didn't want to go on Instagram. 
So I did get to hear Punk's uh, music play. I did get to hear the announcement that he was the new world champion. Uh, later on Monday, probably mid-afternoon, I did get to watch the match back. Thoroughly enjoyable. Great match. World title means something. Um, shout out to Hangman. Unfortunately for him, out of the first four AEW world champions, he did have the shortest reign. He did have some banger matches. Two bangers with Adam Cole. Two bangers with Daniel Bryan. An insane Texas death match. You know, out of the first four champions, first two former WWE world champions, the third former New Japan world champion, Hangman Adam Page's first singles title. Like, shout out to him. Great world champion. Uh, I, I can't wait to see him win it again one day. Uh, but 11 years later, CM Summer of Punk about to pick up again. CM Punk's the new AEW world champion. We're going straight to the main event from the tournament. What's your thoughts? Okay, so I'm going to freeze my, my rating because, as you know, I didn't finish the show completely because of my move. So right. the, I said the Owen Hart tournament I did appreciate. Warlow and MJF, it was what it had to be. Everybody's complaining about it, but I think it was what it kind of had to be because War, MJF's been kind of been running from Warlow this entire time. So it kind of had that the way Warlow won. And was it didn't even it hurt him. Yeah, it didn't because he's, he's this, this shit heel. And he's been egging this dude on for how long? And you're trying to build Warlow up. And Warlow's a star, by the way. Batista who? Warlow's a star. Um, the A match I want to go back and watch is the Hardys and Bucks. Because I heard that match was not good. Huh. I, I, I've heard say, a lot of people saying that match is not good. I heard a lot about the, the tag. That was one. Not to cut you off, I just think it may have been one of those... I may have been tired and there was nothing on the <laughs> okay. line, so I really didn't get to absorb it too much. But I don't necessarily remember a complaint. Okay, and I, I also I also heard that the tag title match was good. I'm shocked Jurassic Express is still the tag team champions. Christian, just, Christian has to just turn, turn on them already. I, I don't know how that hasn't happened yet. I, I sense it every day. Um, Christian, Matt Hardy was consoling... Um, Jungle Boy after the ten man tag after they lost. Okay, so it's coming. And then Christian, Christian came and shoved Matt Hardy and then left and then pulled uh, Jurassic Express out of the ring. So you would you would think it is coming. Um, it was one of those. And again, we didn't get to preview the show. And I'm sorry to cut you off on it. The match the match was awesome. Okay. It was good. It was one of those unfortunates where it's like match was so good. I'm not into Jurassic Express. Oh man, and did I want Hobbs and Starks to win <laughs> so bad? Starks with two straps. <laughs> Speaking of straps, because last week I was prepared to, pre- to preview the show, so uh, you you text you sent the group text this morning. Uh, does does Alo love or love the Lakers inspired TNT title? As I said, I love it. Nothing like a gold strap, but. The caca around that is like, huh? Like, what is going on with Scorpio Sky and Ty? I thought Sammy and Ty were heel. And then I saw that uh, Scorpio Sky beat Frankie and turned on Frankie. And now Sammy and Ty are face. So this is a very, very complicated. Um, it, it's not black and white. It, <laughs> a lot of the AEW storylines are not black and white, which I can really appreciate. Um, you know, I don't think they're going to get enough credit for what they did. Scorpio Sky wins the TNT title as a heel and gets major babyface reaction. Not just winning it, but the following week. And then I think they scurried and they got the belt off him. And then now, whoa, Sammy's got nuclear X-Pac heat. Go away. Get out of here. They can't stand him. They hate his relationship. The guy screwed himself. He proposed to his civilian girlfriend on TV when Dynamite <laughs> starts. Cheats on her with the hot Brazilian colleague and then thinks that the, like, the fans are just like, uh, you know, he's going to be beloved. It doesn't make sense. Frankie Kazarian... 
a veteran wrestler, first AEW tag champion, it AEW day oneer, it it was brilliant. They got they had Scorpio Sky and him were, had the mutual respect. Scorpio Sky would have these babyface moments where he was paying respect to his old tag partner, and then he turned on him. I didn't see that. Chose America's top team, so it defined that they're the heels. So they put Kazarian with Sammy to try to get Sammy back babyface, but it doesn't make sense. So then, so they've been destroying cars left and right. They destroyed <laughs> the regular TNT title, which saw that. So that way, Dan Lambert could get the Lakers. TNT title made for Scorpio Sky. This is where it gets a little wishy-wash. Um, really cool, and I almost wish Prep was here to see if, because it, it, I'm sure this is sacrilegious to some, but Frankie Kazarian comes out with a UFC have you, a UFC championship belt that they stole from America's top team. Then Scorpio... Um, Ty. Ty and Sammy come out with UFC belts as well. So, like, Frankie Kazarian doing it, who's, like, babyface, like, that's kind of cool, man. Like, we have a UFC belt on AEW, and it's stolen. And he's like, wow, that's really cool. 30 seconds later, next entrance. They come out in this corny cosplay, like, as if they're the devils. Well, the so mal- Maleficent. They're supposed to be babyface. They dress up as devils. They have stolen belts, <laughs> so they lose the match. Now, the good thing is, the feud's over. Thank Frankie God. Frankie Kazarian and, and Sammy Guevara can never challenge Scorpio Sky for the TNT title again. So they didn't go full Cody gimmick. They did not explain it well enough up front. They said they could never, up front, they said they could never ch- uh, challenge for it. It was right after they, won- they lost where they said they can never challenge Scorpio Sky again. So... You know, one day, you know, if Scorpio Sky loses, they could challenge whoever. But cool. This way, it gets Frankie away from Scorpio. They had a good little little feud there for a few weeks. Sammy Guevara has been around the TNT title for, it feels like, seven years. And, you know, probably eight or ten months. Cool. Let's get him the hell away from it. Go put him on dark. I've had enough of him for a little while. <laughs> okay. And um, so. Actually, a good match. Paige Van Zandt's debut. Put her on the screen all they want. Love her. Yeah, so that was, like, real strange to me because that whole time I was like, huh? Like, I'm keeping up with it. I'm like, what, what is this? Why is this happening? But that's that. Um, the the Anarchy Rules match, a mess, but I loved it. Um, wild Thing playing. Yeah, Wild, wild thing, thing playing for, for, like, a quarter of the, of the match. match. I loved it. It was perfect that Jericho uh, destroyed the speaker. Loved that. The whole shot at Kingston coming down. Trying to uh, put Jericho on fire, it, it was an amazing sight. Um, it, it was a complete mess. I did enjoy that, and then the main event. I did enjoy the main event. I also thought that. I think that I'm interested to see where they go because we saw that Punk's on to face Tanahashi right at Forbidden Door. Yeah. Okay, so he's on face Tanahashi at Forbidden Door. I'm interested to see where they go with Hangman now if they're going to keep this thing with Punk going because. Rumor it, is he's gonna he's gonna challenge Okada. For the IWGP title Hang, at Forbidden. Hang, well, I meant post Forbidden Door because oh, they're sure. so like um, I believe Fighter Fest. I'm not sure if that's replacing. I'm not sure if they're gonna have a Fighter Fest or whatever this year. But maybe when they're theme Dynamite, they'll build towards Hangman and Punk again because like during that build up, I think it was like one of the Go Home shows, either on Dynamite or Rampage, that Paige said that I'm I'm trying to protect AEW from you. I'm from I'm trying to protect AEW from from Punk. And that's, a, that's an interesting line because we all know we all know in real life Punk's kind of an asshole, and uh, Hangman is an AEW original, and we have to we talked about who's going to turn heel, Hangman or Punk in this whole situation, and it's clearly that it's actually going to be Punk because with Hangman, with Hangman hesitating in the match to beat Punk, it will hit him with the belt in order to beat him and try to beat him clean. So it's clear it's kind of clear that Punk's going to be the guy to turn heel, and that's where. That's kind of what the best bet here is because Eric Eric Bischoff has made headlines again. A lot of times, 
when it comes to er what Eric Bischoff to say about AEW, as far as a television show trying to grow ratings, I agree with him. Just because the ratings aren't great doesn't mean that your show's not better than something else. So as far as like growing the show, and he talked about Punk being like not a good investment. So now they're going to see whether the, the investment's going to pay off now. Because hey, Punk's a champion. When he's on the undercard, fine. But now everybody's going to see CM Punk in the media as champion. He's going to be doing the interviews. He's going to be making the rounds. So we'll actually see where that goes. So I'm interested to see where the, how CM Punk is booked as a world champion and if he does end up turning heel on Paige. And is he is him and MTR officially a thing? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm so they they seem. My guess is they're they're like became real life friends. They're, okay. they're Bret Hart marks. Yep. Um, they they love wrestling, so it seems like that's just kind okay. of what, like what what they got going on. Um, Punk has had fun wrestling them, whether it be the tag matches that they had. Um. You know, against FDR or his singles matches against Dax. So I just kind of think that's the pairing that, that they got going on. Um, with with Punk, though, I got a, I got a lot of rebuttal back to what you said. Starting off, well, I'm gonna, I'm, I got to quote Money Mark, Tony Khan. <laughs> um, he, he disputed everything that Eric Bischoff said I saw in, that. The, in the post-media scrum. And, you know, has got all these stats on Punk doing this, which is, you know, led to money. Punk doing this, the biggest buy this, the biggest. And guess what? Double or nothing. The biggest, the main event, Punk wins the world title. And it is the largest venue that they did for an AEW show. And it was their first show uh, where the gate made over a million dollars. So three years in breaking records punks in the main event uh you know I'm, i've defended bischoff many times on this show however I, I just i can't really agree with everything he's saying um aside from that typically AEW when the belt changes there's typically not a rematch right away um jericho lost to moxley we never got a rematch uh moxley lost to kenny we never got a rematch kenny lost to hangman we lost Ken. Um, so I do foresee there being a rematch due to this feud, but I don't see it. It's definitely not going to be his first match up. Obviously, obviously, we got Forbidden Door, but I would see him almost defending it on like another Dynamite, and I don't see it being Hangman. Um, I also, it seems like everybody, I, I think everybody loves the logic of making Punk a heel, but a lot of times the vets, when you got these guys that are older and they're in the company, now, aside from Jericho, typically they don't go heel. I, I think we're a year away from Punk's heel run. I think his thing is he wants. I think he wants to do a strong babyface run, and I think. I think this he's gonna have his heart more in being a babyface than he ever has. He's always been good at being a heel. There's no doubt about it. Um, I, I'll talk about it. It's shortly, um, I'd, you know, past 15, 20 years, one of, if not the best heels at, that the company, uh, at, that pro wrestling has had. Um, however, I just don't see him turning heel right now. Now, I'm glad you did talk about the media scrum because now Statman Tony makes a lot more sense to me. Um, now, when, it, when I quote Bischoff's comments, I'm not talking about as far as, like, the, like, the gates and stuff like that. that that's fine, like. Like, like, like MJF said, stat man tone, you can find a stat for anything. Mm -hmm. What Bischoff was saying has, like, the viewership and just and just the rated number. That's that, that's all. That, that's why I agree with I'm not going into the stats because yeah. the, the, as far as, like, the, rating, the ratings have kind of been the same or whatever. But, um, yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes because, like, we'll see. Go ahead. Speaking of stats, it's kind of a little, little sidebar. But one thing that cracks me up, this is definitely me being a punk mark. Punk came back about 10 months ago, 9, 10 months ago. I want to say this man has had easily, let's call it 15 matches. I think he's 19 and 1. More. I think he's 19 and 1, I think it was. Okay, that's, that's probably all together with tag matches. I, I, again, 
uh, I don't know if it was a full year, so let's call it two years prior. Or not two years prior, two years ago. Probably a little less. Christian returns. A flop, some would say, as far as his debut. A lot of people were praying that it would have been Punk. You know, uh, a a Hall of Fame-worthy talent, as Tony Khan calls it. And Christian comes out, signs his AEW contract, debuts his shirt, outwork everyone. He's been there for almost a year longer than Punk, and he's had less matches. Yep. Outwork this. Uh, Poor Christian. Hopefully he jobs out to Jungle Boy whenever he's, uh, they got that singles feud, but... Outside of that, another thing I got to get into in Double or Nothing, I would be remiss if I don't say it. We're talking mainly about AEW tonight and, you know, give AEW their flowers. You know, they, they held strong during this two years of the COVID and all that mess. I will never forget Double or Nothing, October 2nd, 2019. I remember being live in D.C. and I watched Pac's entrance and Pac, and I just remember being, wow, this guy is a star. Unfortunately, COVID, he gets summoned to the Netherlands and is stuck there for months and months and months, um, right after the early formation of the Death Triangle. A couple injuries between Penta and uh, Ray Phoenix and different storylines. Finally, we're getting a couple six-man tag matches, or, or trios tag matches, as they call them in AEW. Uh, we got the match, the Death Triangle versus the House of Black. And Julia Hart goes full heel, joins the House of Black, um, screws over Death Triangle, does the miss in Pac's face, and calls them the match. Despite the wonky finish, arguably, in my opinion, match of the night. Um, The athleticism between these six individuals, bar none, everything actually, and you know, people always talk about spot fest, but every spot kind of made sense it went with telling the story about the feud between the uh the six men and it was a, a barn burner but a hell of a match i you know i think it's not that there's many matches that i think would be known for it i think if you think back to 2014 like the shield versus the y family shield versus the evolution i'm thinking this has to be up there easily like you know top five top six trios tag matches of any time it it, it well, good uh, in-ring work there. I've heard that was probably... A lot of people said that was their match of the night. Yeah, I, I definitely would say it was my match of the night. And it, it was one of those that I was, you know, initially, as I'm getting ready to start fading, before uh, I, I, I passed away the next match after. But I was trying to pay attention to it while trying to eat something. And I'm like, man, they're, they're really giving it all. And when I went to go rewatch the full show and do some skipping around... I gave that match my full attention. I'm like, damn, that's a good match. Anything else, double or nothing wise, that you got? Uh, you got your thoughts on? And by the way, um, I, again, I you know I give it a showstopper because, to my memory, all all matches did deliver. Um, women's final, strictly speaking of the women, um, you get Paige Van Zant get her debuting in a mixed tag match. You get a decent. TBS championship match, a great women's championship match. Um, hats off to the women of the night. And then all these tag matches, whether it be the tag title match, the six-man tag, the an- uh, arena, or, uh, anarchy in the arena match, a lot of fun, a lot of chaos. Um, and, 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 you know, one thing I've said on this show many times, I believe, so four, four titles defended? Yeah. Um, no, wait, more. Both women's titles men's uh world title the tag title tags so i guess four. yeah four, yeah four. It looks like four titles defended and world title changed i always say another way to make a show mean something and you know they make these tag these title reigns mean something but we're not getting a, a pay-per-view every month so four times a year we should be getting a title changing at least one of them they got five or six titles so again, the world title change in the main, that was really what put it over to me is where I was like, this is a showstopper. All the matches fun, we get some debuts, we get some craziness, and we got a world world title change, showstopper. 
It was earned. Shout out to TK, my favorite money mark. It's my boy. So, Aaron, if you got nothing else from Double or Nothing, one of the hottest things in the wrestling world right now, post, uh, post Double or Nothing Dynamite this week, MJF <laughs> came out and addressed the crowd uh, after the six-man tag uh, AEW World Champion and Ring of Honor Tag Champions. Um, they won a six-man tag match. MJF came out shortly after and put himself over. Um, talked about how good he is, about how he doesn't want to be there, and about how he's unappreciated. And he's a heel being a heel. Um, there's some you know people out there that are just going to say, you may realize he's, he's the baby face in this. Either way, he's trying to turn his back on the company. He's, he's clearly the heel. But, wow. Um, that is a promo we are all going to be going back and rewatching. Um, that is a promo like some of Ric Flair's 80s NWA promos and Dusty Rhodes, how wrestling fans like us go back and are revisiting and reliving those in 2022. In 2042, younger siblings and family members of ours and children of ours are going to be watching that promo. That's how good that was. Uh, it's been a while since wrestling really made me smile, and that was beautiful. I couldn't have wrote it any better myself because a lot. I felt he was speaking for me <laughs> personally because he hit on. The, the things that I've said on this show that he's hit on, the, there's so much realism to what he said to everything that goes on in the company and some certain um their form the how formulaic they are and things that he hit on the fans and it, it it just hit on so many levels because like he even said this and if you ever go back and listen to our shows he is really the diamond of AEW in my opinion mm -hmm. because. But, and also, and also, Pat, how lucky are we? That diamond we saw in the rough yes. in the ECW arena many, many times, whether he was in the ring and cut a promo beforehand or MJF playing manager role. In the wrinkled suit. In a wrinkled <laughs> suit. Yeah, and prep by him cheesesteaks. But it's like... Him hitting over my, the mother of my child. <laughs> so... Because if you go back and think about AEW, and AEW now me, I don't. Me and you have the opposing views about AEW stuff, but I think we all come to an we can both come to an agreement that his feuds have been the best. Because yeah, for the last two three years, sure. when you talk about feud of the year, he he already he he has one or two in there, and that's saying a lot to have two feuds in one year as rated rated as a top feud. Because it's all great and it's all about storytelling and and now it is. Go ahead. Not to cut you off. Short thing. Company's been around three years. If you had to sum the company up, and, and this is a big ass number, but if I say find your best ten feuds over three years, four of them are his. His feud with Cody. His feud with Jericho. His Punk. feud. Uh, his Punk. feud with Punk. And Wardlow. Then, Wardlow. Yeah, with Wardlow. Yeah. So. All his, all his feuds have hit. And even he talked about it. And this is also like a lost art, especially nowadays, because he talked about just because I'm not going for star ratings dropping somebody on his head. I'm not or looking because for... Because I don't pretend I watch New Japan. But that was great. I popped huge for that one, too. It hit on so much truth because nowadays, like, if we show kids um, that are like, let's say... 10 to 15, about to be teenagers. Showing the Attitude Era stuff, from an in-ring perspective, they'll think The Rock sucks. They'll think Stone Cold sucks. They'll think Triple H sucks. They'll think Ric Flair sucks. They will. But the thing that's going to grab, gravitate you towards them is their personality. Because how many times have we shit on The Rock? I was like, Rock, he was decent in the ring, you know, but from, but from today's, standards, he, today's standards, he's nowhere near those guys. And MJF is just an overall wrestler. He's not some guy that actually... Goes out like he said and drop people on his drop people on their head all the damn time. Try to pop the boys. I pop them with everything else I do, 
And he's right when he said nobody back there can really lace his boots. There are people that lace his boots, but he is... When I think of AEW, I think of MJF. I'm sorry. And I think he's been the most compelling person in that company. And then he hits on Tony Khan about the ex-WWE guys because the formula with them is they get they get released or they or released or whatever, and they come in, and then whatever happens with them, they might get relegated to the dark or so on, so on and so forth. And then he hits on that. Will you treat me better if I was a WWE guy? Mm-hmm. And it's like... Oh, he's like you. you know, it's like you don't want to pay me. Which you want to pay these XWE guys? I wish, I wish, I wish he said you want to pay these XWE guys to go on dark and nobody watches. I really wish he said that, but he didn't. Go ahead. I mean, it was beautiful because he said that shortly after Rusev and John Morrison <laughs> have a match. Yeah, it, per- it, it it was so perfect, and the fact is, and like a lot of people were talking about him not not showing the fan fest was a a work. I'm like, if any company would sit there and give out, sit sit there and do a work like that to and give out refunds, it's fucking stupid. So he just didn't no show the event because you had to because re- you lost tons of month that well thousands of dollars if you, if you had to refund all those fans. But I'm interested to see where it goes. You know, Tony Khan. I tell you what. Go ahead. Maybe it's a risk worth taking. I don't think so. I I, I, I don't. So, so one thing I did here, they did their best to try to accommodate the people and do a lot of exchanges. So those wrestlers are getting paid well when they're doing those things. And if you're telling me that they're just trying to like, yo, like, you know, try to, hey, sign this for this person because they had an MJF ticket and he's not here. I mean, if he no-showed it, he gets squashed, and then he comes out and drops a pipe bomb. I don't know. Smells a little workish to me. Yeah, it can't either be a... way. Either way, yeah. I'm eating it. Yeah, and then they took they took they removed his profile from the AW page and his all his merch is down from the website as well. So, and then it's like it's just like the whole real. It's like when Punk cut his pipe bomb, we're like, oh my god, is this real? But this MJF one is like felt even more real because he's out there cursing and. He's talking about all your executives in here. He's like fire. He's banging Tony Khan to fire him and stuff. There's so much realism to it. And like, it was just perfect. It was beautiful. It was a work of art. And like, I watched it like three times and I, I kept smiling every time because it was so beautiful. I, I, I sent it to ca- a lot of casual fans because I, I was like, that. this is something that could catch some people. Yeah, it, it was amazing. And. Oh god, it, it was so good. So I'm interested to see where they go from here with MJF, but I don't think I don't know if Tony gonna fire him. I don't no, know how no real chance. this is. No chance. Yeah, I don't know how real this is, but the realism of that really hit home. And I couldn't wrote it anymore. I uh, I thought, and one thing I felt like it, you know, a little tidbit, championship mark. If I'm correct, like, all right, I guess never mind, MJF. I think challenged Mox for the world title. He did. Three years. Three years in the company. A day oneer. TNT title, world title, tag titles. He's had one match for one championship in three years. I mean, that's well, he did have a tag team. title match with Jericho. Oh, Jericho has his partner. Oh, okay, okay. All right, then never mind. I see why he wanted to run with that. I was about to say, I mean, he could have said, you know, there are more people that get more opportunities than anyone, but, you know, two two championship opportunities in, in over three years? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he, I know he's won that diamond ring, but that's that's really it. Yeah, and like, like he said, he's the one that stands out, because when, when it comes to AEW, there's only a few people that stand out to me. Well, let me say, not say that. Let me say the ones I look forward to watching, who I'm watching on a daily basis. It's him, Brent. And it was Cody at a point, and now Wardlow. God, I think Wardlow's fucking awesome. So, I understand you said you think of MJF, and you, we all have our personal fandom. So, speaking of the Attitude Era, obviously, if you think of WWF when you think of the Attitude Era, you think of Stone Cold, you think of The Rock. You get away from the Attitude Era for a long time. You think of WWE, you think of John Cena. Present day, you think of WWE, you got to be thinking of Roman Reigns. 
think AEW, who is the flagship of the company? Well, I think, well, oh, God, because, well, looking at my all-in post, you would think Cody and the Bucks. <laughs> um, but, not, but, like, I think as a whole package, the best person out that company has been MJF. Even though he hasn't won the title, I think he's been, like, the best thing out that company. I can see that. Um, I didn't think of MJF, which does make sense, but also, why would you think of a heel? Um, obviously, I would have think of Cody. Jericho, because he's, you know, obviously he's really been away from the title picture. Hard to think of Jericho. Um, Hangman would have been a great thought, but it doesn't really make sense. You know, short title reign. Um, I do think Punk, six months from now, Punk's still champion, babyface run. It's going to be Punk. Um, Kenny Omega should have been that. Maybe with the injury kind of hurt it. You could argue right now Britt Baker's the face of the company. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw her in there too because she's the, she's the second person that I look forward to on a weekly basis on AEW. And I, oh, and I did a pop for the All Friends Wrestling. Amazing. And the, he said when the, this company first started, it was All Friends Wrestling. Yeah. Because they were all friends. Pop for that. Yep. And I, yeah, I did love him saying, you know, and then the, uh, everyone got an opportunity and he worked for us. Mm-hmm. Again, hats off to MJF, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, uh, Maxwell Friedman, as he said, just, you know, shooting from this hip. Amazing promo. Outside, so that, you know, Dynamite, what else did we really get? Um, just, you know, some build up. We do have a Blood and Guts, guts match coming up at the end of the uh, month. Another Blood and Guts special for Dynamite. Um, I'm, I, you're, you would assume it's going to be the same um, 10 people. Maybe they're going to shorten and still go 4 on 4. But Jericho Appreciation Society versus Eddie Kingston and most likely Santana and Ortiz. You would think uh, some guys from the Black Bull Combat Club. And it was cool. Regal got to go out there and make the announcement just like he used to do. <laughs> it won't be, good, be as good as when he says War Games. True, but it's still good homage. Good homage. Oh, and one more thing about uh, Double Enough before we move on. <laughs> I love Jim Ross, but God, he's awful. I'm sorry, and I blame you. I blame you because you sent me that that TikTok of him cursing Triple H's name, <laughs> and <laughs> I cannot stop watching it because it is so good. The emotion that he said. That he has of the hatred he has for him, and it's that so that, uh, that emotion is just not there no more. No, it's just like he just chimes in at this point. It's like it's nothing there. I think that my my only complaint with the commentary team is it just seems to me like there's just so much like weird awkward heat. Like I just feel like Tony and and Jim Ross are buddies, and they're just kind of like roasting Excalibur the whole time. <laughs> Richie will pop for you hating on Jim Ross. He yeah, can't it, stand yeah, it. Was, well, we all I know he like, hates this, everything. But I was like, this is glaringly like bad. like Because I had like watched that TikTok like, not too long before I watched the show. <laughs> so I was like, God, like where's the emotion? But that, damn you, God damn you, Triple H, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <son of> a- <laughs> to hear like, oh yeah, well. Well, look at Thunder Rosa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, come on, Jay. Thunder Rosa is beautiful. terrible. Well, I think, you know, we're all caught up on AEW. There's, you know, speaking of blood and guts, they're going to give us some shitty-ass Hell in the Cell pay-per-view this week. I don't know. Nothing going on. I know Cody and Orton have, I don't know, Cody and um, Rollins. Rollins are going to be the 23rd match. Um uh, I don't care nothing about this. I'm not really watching. You got any thoughts about Hell in a Cell? I'm just coming to see you. That's all. I, I'm, you know, that's <laughs> it. I'm just gonna be sipping beer and staring at your eyes. That's pretty much it. Bailey, what else you got for the listeners at home? Um, what else do I have? So I talked about this the last time we were here. So I, I finally got this in the mail. Hey, looking um, good. Still don't know how I feel about this thing, but this is the best head. 
Scan on it. For the listeners at home, it is the new Fan Central uh, Triple H Ultimate. Yeah, this is the best scan that it has. Um, like I said, the rest look like Silas Young. But I'm still up in there how, how I actually feel about this. This is the only way I'm going to keep it. I still it. want you to make a Silas Young custom. Oh, no, I don't like him that much. That's too much effort for me. But, um, yeah, so I did get this. Like I said, I'm up in the air about it. But nice figure. Just I'm not in love with all the head scans. And I kind of feel like now you gotta get now they got to make another show to match it. I won't complain. I kind of got to feel, feel but they got to do that. But that's all I have. And then we got big reveals this past weekend for AEW as well. We saw we them. did, but also we got some new mock images of some uh, Ultimates. And uh, it's funny, so I believe, and I'm sure there's other people that are going to hit three real quick, but both Macho Man and Hogan are going to be at three Ultimates. Yes. They're, they'll both have... Uh, oh, yeah, we saw, oh, yeah, we did see both uh, Macho Man Ultimate pictures. I forgot about that. We did yeah. see both. The NWO one, and then the one from the early bird for back in the ring. Oh, man, I, I, that looks amazing. I cannot wait. Yeah. Mine will be for sale. <laughs> oh, no, really. Not keeping it. No, I don't think so. Uh, my, my, uh, my, yeah, my Macho Man collection, I, I think I posted a picture on the Mad Madness Instagram page. Go check that out. I, uh, I got damn near all of them. So I yeah. can't, can't imagine chopping any of them out. Yeah, because the rings, they'll be shipping in August. Because I, I had to contact them to change the, ad, the, sh- the shipping address mm-hmm. in my order. So they, they, they did say, he actually gave me an approximate date, but we'll see if that Sweet. actually goes early. So they are shipping out in August. But yeah, I forgot we did see both. The NWO one I love. I can't wait to get that in hand. So I don't have to find the Elite version ever. So I can actually have that have that in my uh, collection. And then, like the AEW figures... Um, we saw the Supremes men on mock, so I'm pretty sure that I think those ship out late either July or August. So they seem to be pretty ready to go because they had the mock images. Well, they were mock, not mock images. They were mock at um, the fan fest. So we'll see how they go. Cody, Cody looks fun. The Brit looks okay. I'm, I'm not. I gotta see all three heads in person to judge them. You didn't get the shop AEW um, Kenny, did you? I got through online, and then when was my turn, it said it sold out, but I didn't really care. I was just mm. trying to flip it, but it was, yeah. it was a shop figure. It wasn't going to flip for anything anyway, so I didn't really care. Yeah, um, I I was, you know, first day of the new job, I didn't have good signal, and I, I never even got to get in the queue to wait in line, so it is what it is. I ended up with a bunch of Jerichos. This is my karma. Maybe I can uh, trade <laughs> one for it. But I, I believe it's just like his unmatch, uh, unmatch one figure. But. It, it's just a T-shirt, and like, I, like if I got it, I probably would just have gave it to you anyway. But I didn't. Uh, but I didn't. Um, I didn't get through. I didn't get through. For um, listeners at home, he really is sweet on me. <laughs> Did you get Series Nine? Um, I actually went to order. I, I ordered it during Dynamite, but I, I think for some reason, like I, I added a couple things to my cart because it's still like on like back order. And then um, when I went to go finalize it, you know, like sometimes like it, it well, I don't know, if you, you probably don't have this issue, but if you ever like on ringside yeah. for a while, you put stuff in your cart, it'll and go then away. It clears out. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's what happened. So I, I need to check my email. If not, I think I'm going to pull the trigger on it tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I, and my I, plan is I'm going to order a complete set of nine, and then I'm also going to order a second Thunder Rosa in big prayer that they sent mm-hmm. me a chase. Yeah. So, like, for that, I'll wait for them to go on sale because I'm not I'm not imp- I'm not pressed for anybody in that set, so I'll wait for it to hit. Whole set of new set. characters, it's a no brainer. Because because the, the the cage looks the Brian, well the Brian cage looks a little off to me. I do really like the the, the Hobbs with the snarl. I do love the I love the Hobbs, mm-hmm. but like the thing is like if you get Hobbs, you gotta get Ricky, and I'm shocked that it didn't come with the FTW belt. I'm shocked. Forbidden figures. I'm shocked that it didn't come with a free FTW championship, um, and I, I and I really do like, like like the Thunder Rosa as well. But like I said, I'll wait for it to catch a sale on those. I'm not pressed for them. Makes sense. What's the update on Punk once he's shipping? Um, I believe it's that early June. I actually thought about that today. I have to check my. I'll, um, I haven't seen anybody post any shipping notifications, but I believe it was early in mid June. So we should um, we should see, should be hearing something. 
I keep forgetting what else is in that set. Is that the one with the throwback Jericho, right? That's the yeah, the throwback Jericho, Jade, Cody in the jack in the suit with the long jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I forgot the other two. Bucks, maybe. It wasn't the Bucks. Hmm. Well, eventually at some point, I'm sure I'm gonna hunt that set, set down as well. Yeah. Maybe that's the Darby Darby uh, LJN. That might be the Darby L- LJN. Okay. Yeah, I didn't really get, I didn't get much either myself lately. I grabbed a couple like regular things. I haven't. Um, I did get the the Bray Wyatt, the other new Fiend Ultimate, just because I think really at this point, um, Brett and The Rock are the only Ultimates I don't have. So you didn't get Brett. No, it was before I was going kind of complete on them all. So, yeah, it was, it was back when, like, those were, like, going on sale. Yeah, and, and, and you really slept on that rock. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it was one of those you just didn't realize it was going to be what it is. I mean, the top picks is essentially it, but just yeah. not, not an ultimate. So. Yeah, that rock is awesome. Yeah, if the um, modern-day rock ultimate wasn't um, tatted up, I, you know, there would be some type of... Uh, Custom that could probably be done with, with switching it with the uh, with the with the top picks, but either way, the top picks um, elite I, I do have, and I really like that one. Okay. Yeah. So, and you can get all these figures from Ringside Collectibles and use promo code M to save ten percent off your order. With that being said, I might have to place another order. We there you go. Madness, and I'm there sure by the time we are back here. I'm going to have a few new figures to talk about. But until then, this has been your boy, Act2Fly, his best friend, ATM, ALO, Aaron Lloyd, the Act and Low Connection. We are out. We will see you next time. Talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they hop on the top rope by the land with his elbow. Got him now. Put him down right now. Hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. Fist of Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man, I hate my balls. Shut the missing man, it ain't safe to land. Off the cell, fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.